0: New York Times did this article where they interviewed Psy from Gangnam Style, talking about how it had been 10 years since 2012. 2012, Linsanity. 2012, Disney buys Lucasfilms. 2012, One Direction. 2012, The Avengers movie. Uh, Snoop Dogg became Snoop Lion for a bit. And Pitch Perfect, the Anna Kendrick movie, which at the time I thought was just like a ripoff of Glee, because that was around the time that that ended. But apparently it had... A huge popularity, and that's why I had two other films that were made afterwards. And you were one of those people who were way way into the films. Well, no, I,
1: I actually watched the films only about two years ago, all three of them. When
0: you had COVID. Yeah. Well, when I thought that I had COVID. And so you just wanted to torture yourself on top of how bad you were already I, feeling, or
1: no, I knew that the first film was going to be good because I just heard like a ton of good things about it. And well, then... From who and what it had a high Rotten Tomatoes score and also high IMDb score, and it store people. That I really like. You have Skyler Aston, Adam Devine, Christopher mintz Plaz, and Ben Platt. But Skylar
0: Aston wasn't even famous at that point. I don't even think you'd heard of him, like in any other show. Besides, oh wait, he was in that one movie you like, Project X. Uh, yeah, not
1: Project X, Twenty One and Over. But 20... also, yeah, like Ben Platt, he went on to be like Dear Evan Hansen, and then also like it was just a funny movie with funny characters and a likable cast, and I really enjoyed it, and I thought that it was really good. So I really enjoyed the first movie. But it's also for kids, right? It's not targeted towards like people. Yeah. in their 20s (laughs) no i think it's more really for fans of the original three films like you can't really jump into this and i think enjoy it unless you truly understand like adam devine's character he shows up in the first but he's just the
0: antagonist right well i mean he's the protagonist in this series okay so elizabeth banks she was in the movies she's also an executive producer she came up with this idea to make adam devine the center of this show which was surprising because she'd seen because she'd seen loki and loki you don't need to have seen the avengers films or all the 2080 because she had seen loki yes because they took a villain and they said well we can turn this and make them into a somewhat redeemable character and so they thought bumper would be the perfect contrast to that right
1: yeah but i mean like he's a likable antagonist in the first
0: film and and also loki
1: and he, like, kind of turns into the protagonist in the second film.
0: So he's already making that... Well, so is Loki, too, because by the end, in the third film, <laughs> by the time Thanos is attacking him, he's already a I can honestly guy, right? say when watching this thing, I cannot draw the comparisons. Well, but yeah. my only argument was that you said that you needed to watch the movies to see this show. I think
1: you need to watch the movies to enjoy the show to, like, its maximum extent. I do think it was made for the fans. Yet
0: Anna Kendrick and Wilson, whatever, Rebel Wilson and all of them, aren't actually coming back it's only these two random antagonists
1: yeah i think you also get some cameos from the troublemakers uh at the very beginning of this series Do as you? well yeah i think that you just Haley get, steinfeld no none of the none of the women the troublemakers were a completely separate
0: group from the pitch perfect group in the film oh okay yeah and you guys so s- the pitch perfect was the actual band name first of all i haven't seen any of the movies i know this all I just think, from research no the, the first the group in Pitch Perfect it was called the Bellas, yes. or the
1: Antebellas, or something like yes, that. Yes, Antebellas. Yeah, and then and then you have the Troublemakers. Hmm. Okay, go ahead. It could be Antebellums. Then you have the Troublemakers, and then you have like all these other places. Adam Devine, he was the main antagonist in the first one, being the leader of the Troublemakers. Yeah, I know he's just a smug then, kind of narcissist. And then in the second one, he comes back and has this thing with Rebel Wilson, like they're kind of like a couple, and they doesn't even show up in the third one. So I was happy to see that he was actually getting his own show and he was going to be playing the same character because he was one of my favorite things. Things about the first
0: one. And film. you fewer to like rank the films in order of your
1: favorite oh, to least favorite. It goes one, two, three. So three is the worst. Yes, three is absolutely the worst. The second I think one that's had, the popular opinion. second one had good parts in it, but like overall I wasn't a huge fan of it. And then the third one I was, I really did not like. I was surprised because I remember when after the third one came out, the poster says last call pitches. It also has like overarching jokes that are had that their payoffs in the third one, yet somehow there was talks about there even being
0: a fourth one. And I was like, what? Like, well, you I mean, this is sort of a fourth one. Uh, yeah, but it doesn't even deal with like the same cast members. Sure, but do you think that this story can exist and then they make a fourth one where they bring in this storyline into the fourth one? It would be quite a jump. Do you think that this, this is a one-off series? Yes, I do. So it concluded by the end of the sixth episode. For the most part, yeah. I mean, they leave it open for a second season, but yeah, I don't think it needs it. And I think it. Adam Devine has even, like, floated by ideas for a <laughs> second season. But who knows? Pitch Perfect, Bumper, in Berlin, we're talking about all six episodes. It's kind of like Neighbors 2, where Zac Efron's character has graduated, and yet then comes back and starts, like, trying to help the Neighbors yep. exist within the fraternity universe. Bumper is 10 years post his like high I guess he's a middle
1: aged man he's a middle aged man with he's not much going on aged.
0: no he is middle aged they even 20... refer to him as that yeah that's a joke though like when you're 30 something years old he would have been 31 32 he's not going to be middle aged but yeah so then his one of his hits becomes a hit like in Germany
1: yeah yeah so I mean how like, does that work there was there was two pros right off the bat that I wanted to point out one was the fact that this series hit kind of close to home because I just came back from Amsterdam and seeing him travel internationally and seeing him also like live in hostels and things like that he lives in hostels yeah he he literally lives for this whole entire season in one hostel and then also (laughs) they they let him stay some hostels will kick you out after seven days i think most do yeah and then also this was kind of nostalgic even though i didn't see the films in the theaters just like december 2020 almost two years ago remembering like i had semester back in college still and like it was it was it was kind of fun to see that uh overall the first episode i actually really did enjoy because yeah he gets a call from Peter. Peter, I think, was a character in the second film. Do you pronounce it Peter?
0: I I always read it Pieter.
1: No, it was Peter. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, but Peter was a character from the second films. Uh, I think that he was also an antagonist. Antagonist, yeah, as well. But he called Bumper because he's like, Bumper, your TikTok. It's blowing up. You are really, really famous in Berlin. You should come to Berlin. I can manage you. And that's kind of the basis for the whole entire series. Bumper is like, alright, he yes, leaves everything. it's called
0: Bumper in Berlin. He goes to Berlin.
1: <laughs> and uh, the main thing is, we are introduced to Heidi, played by Sarah Hyland. Uh, she is also a singer as we come to learn. Now that's throughout crazy because she
0: wasn't in any of the films. Yeah, She's either. already got quite a career behind her. Sarah Hyland um, from Modern Family. Modern, And also in Modern Family, you have Adam Devine and Sarah Highland's characters hooking up for a little bit until they broke up. Yeah, so I completely
1: now, forgot Adam Devine was in Modern Family. For a very
0: short time. And so now they get to pick that up, that uh, chemistry <laughs> that they have. And in this first episode, how much do you see of her? It's, by the way, has a weird name. I'm not going to name. Yeah, they're the... all
1: they're all in like German. Yeah, they... they
0: are in German and they're intentionally complicated. Like there's no <laughs> way I can pronounce these without... Destroying... I guess I have episode one, episode two, episode three. Well, they also have the English name underneath them in the Wikipedia. So A Face in Need of a Slap is the first title. And that was uh, actually directed by Todd Strauss-Schultzen who did Final
1: Girls. Well, I to your first question. Sarah Hyland, she's in the first episode a lot. She plays Peter's assistant. Mm-hmm. And the main thing is they're trying to get Bumper to... So she's already in Germany. Yes. It, Bumper comes to Berlin within like the first five minutes of the show. <laughs> it literally takes like till right after the intro before he's just in Berlin. And did they shoot this on location? Do you know? I believe they did. Because yes. yeah, it
0: was really cool being able to see so many different parts of Berlin. Yeah, they didn't have a problem with or people like the production quality. Yeah, They didn't like necessarily how they showed Germany and lifestyle in Germany. They didn't say that that was depicted particularly accurately. I mean, yeah,
1: you had a lot of different, like, music festivals, kind of big places with a lot of different people. Yeah,
0: a lot of stereotypes, maybe. But since you've never been to Germany, I wasn't expecting you. You've been close. I mean, Amsterdam is, yeah. you could have taken a train there if you wanted to. But they're trying to get
1: Bumper ready for German Unity Day. And uh, this is, like, an overarching thing. Like, this is going to take place in the sixth episode. That's when we actually see German Unity Day. But they kind of have to, like, build up his uh,
0: resume, Repertoire? Yeah, repertoire. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Also, we learned that— out of practice, or has uh, he just been doing TikToks this whole no, time? No, he's been
1: doing TikToks the whole time. The first scene we see is actually him with the troublemakers where he's like doing a song just with a cool. stage, yeah, because he's a security guard. Anyways, though, we also have Peter's sister, we're introduced to her. Her name is Taya, uh-huh. and uh, and she is like a famous music producer. And then you have
0: Giselle, wait, I thought her name was Tia T H E A, boot DJ, das Boot, yeah, okay, that's how it's to say it's like Thea, uh. Peter's sister, who is a famous Berlin DJ and music it, producer. Well, it's not Thea, something like that. I think, I think it's. I think it's just pronounced Taya. Yeah,
1: it's Taya. Yeah. Okay and then so Taya she's a famous music producer and then you have Gazelle that was played by Jamal Jamil is that her name and she's like Jamila Jamil
0: and she's in She-Hulk and she's been in Misery Index and she just keeps on popping up she's been in a lot
1: yeah she plays the antagonist for the show she was actually like the ex-girlfriend of Peter who was she looks
0: like a Hunger Games reject
1: originally yes alright by the end of the first episode Peter is uh, trying to get Bumper to perform at Brazil Fest it's just another music competition and then Gazelle she this I think her introductory at the very end of the first episode steals Bumper's song list. So then Bumper is like, like oh, no, oh, I'm not a here. classic,
0: hitter. we're going to take your thing before and play it. And yep. so that when you play it, it looks like a ripoff. Yeah, exactly. Gonna say, and he's
1: like the last to go. So like he ends up just like ditching it. And that's the end of the first episode.
0: Overall, I like the first
1: episode. It sent out the premise pretty well. It also had funny jokes to it. And again, likable cast. Also, Peter himself, I was not a huge fan of in the second film. And I actually found him more yeah. bearable here.
0: A lot of people didn't like that it was going to star Bumper and
1: Peter. And they were yeah, like, when I saw Peter in the trailer, I was like, oh,
0: he's probably going to be the worst thing. And he actually was okay uh, I was, so i was like actually he's already surprised. been redeemed by the first episode and now jamila's taken all that hate and now you just is she kind of like in the high school musical movies the one character who is Ashley really tisdale. yeah i never saw them but i know her character was supposed to be like the snooty uh antagonist <laughs> yeah but Ashley tisdale has some like ability to her uh, and uh, jamila Giselle,
1: just doesn't is here yeah absolutely not okay
0: the second episode is called the feeling that your win <laughs> sorry I can't even pronounce the name on the Wikipedia thing. (laughs) The feeling that your one window of opportunity is closing.
1: So Bumper, he uh, runs into a trash can, a very clean trash can, because of how scared he is to perform, especially after Gazelle took his song playlist. What do you mean by a very clean trash can? He literally runs into a dumpster, and then, like, throws himself into it, but there's nothing in there. Okay, so it's an empty dumpster. Yeah, an empty dumpster. But But... he he refers to it as very clean. And then you have Peter (laughs) run in after him, and kind of give him a pep talk, and after that, he plays at Brazil Fest he ends up like playing an acapella song that goes pretty well so well in fact because they were trying to uh, impress Taya that uh, Taya comes up and is like look I'll give you a day in the music studio I should also mention that what happened in the first episode was Bumper uh, figured out that Peter was actually lying to him as to why he bought him over to yeah,
0: Berlin is Peter jealous of him or what is what is Peter's he's enemy? not
1: jealous of him basically Peter's acapella group was caught cheating and so he's trying to upstart his career as a manager how were they
0: cheating were uh, they lip syncing yes oh yes okay
1: like they literally you literally see someone press the play so button so Peter's
0: not as good a singer as Bumper is yeah No not really <laughs> is adam devine an actually good singer
1: well i couldn't tell because that's the thing whenever a song started i could tell it was so obviously 80 yard but i couldn't tell if it was their actual voice. or not. same with like sarah highland same with like a lot of them well i did a deep dive. i'm
0: kidding i don't know either <laughs> you so, don't know yeah i think that sarah highland was singing though because she was talking about how when she got the role she was freaking out about because she's kind of like the type a personality of heidi who would also be someone who would freak out about this yeah
1: because heidi like in the second episode she makes a song that is a song that they use for the rest of the series called they don't know my name where she's just kind of like playing on the piano mm-hmm. and then like bumper is like oh that's a really good song and that again is the basis for the rest of the series because bumper ends up stealing that song from heidi oh, no. uses it in the music studio and then uh and then at the very end of the episode when they're all celebrating they play the song and heidi recognizes it <laughs> and runs away the thing that i didn't understand about it is i get that it's a comedy series but heidi after she plays the song the first time bumper literally goes did you just make that up on the spot and she goes yeah and it's like, I understand that's a dick thing for Bumper to steal that song, but she Did he just- Did not her it. for it? She didn't, he didn't credit her for it. But she just made it up on the spot. And first off, this song goes crazy. Like, it goes, like,
0: viral. So the fact that she gets made led up... led to believe that she didn't actually create it on the spot, but she was too nervous to tell him that she'd been doing it for a while? Maybe,
1: but I was thinking it would have just make more sense for the writers to be like, oh, no, she, was, she had been working on this song for a long time. Interesting.
0: Okay. Anyway, All right. So, so yeah. that's where the episode ends. That's for where the second up. episode ends. To yeah. make something worse while trying to make it better. Is that the third third episode? episode,
1: Yep. Yeah, it starts off with Shaggy. It wasn't me an acapella version between uh, Bumper and Heidi, (laughs) and then like so they're
0: working together again.
1: At the end, well, it's a dream sequence. At the end of the uh, song, she pulls a knife out of her back. Ah. So probably one of my favorite parts of the episode, if I'm being honest. So there's sour pickles. That's the name of a show where a singer goes on to uh like uh, goes on to this interview thing yeah. and eats sour pickles. Obviously a parody of hot ones. I really enjoyed that. But the fact that uh yeah, Bumper, he basically lets out the fact that it wasn't his song that he used, it was actually Heidi's song, and this throws the band into mass chaos because everyone's like, Wait, you didn't actually write the song? And and there's like all these new uh like this is going to be news that absolutely
0: kills bumper's career if no one if no one's ever tried it, it, it you get a pickle a big pickle and then you like skin it and then you put sugar on it and then you can actually <laughs> eat that and it tastes pretty good well, one of the funniest parts of the episode is like they literally <laughs> they tell Sauce right over that
1: yeah well here he is continually having you know what this reminded me of it reminded me of murderville when conan has to continually eat the like hot, chips sauce. hot sauce yeah because he's literally having to eat one pickle after another and talking about how much hotter it is because the how interviewers worse? it's yeah. getting
0: more and more sour like there's a sour scoville Yeah, because
1: the interviewers are getting mad at him for admitting the fact that he faked this song. So he ends up like so they're like, try the first pickle, then the second pickle, and it happens. So yeah, that was also one of my favorite parts of (laughs) interviewers of the whole entire series. And then later, Heidi and Taya, they end up going to speak to the Sour Pickles people, and the Sour Pickles (laughs) people say, Okay, we're not going to release the thing as long as we can get Peter in here. He came across
0: that bad in the episode. Yes. They 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 do not know. So it's like DJ Khaled when he showed up on Hot Ones?
1: Yeah, because well, I mean what Bumper was trying to do was like give credit and like kind of apologize to Heidi, but in the end, it comes out of it always just a PR disaster,
0: basically. Yes. So um, he wanted to apologize via a public forum that everybody was going to see who, who was a fan of his in Germany. Yeah. That seems dumb. <laughs> When he
1: could have just this done is, it. Well, this is not supposed to be the smartest series. It's not going to be winning a ton of Emmys or is
0: trying to. No, but I mean, like, as characters, you think that he would have. Because apparently he's different than he was 10 years ago, right? Like, he has progressed you know, I, as a character a one little
1: bit. One of the pros in my, in, uh, I thought about this show was the fact that, actually, his character remains the same. <laughs> okay. Adam Devine is the best thing about the show, but his character, they don't change him at all. Like, so he's, he's still stupid. I felt and... like he was, well, yeah, he was always stupid, but I felt like he was a carbon copy from him from the first but he hasn't matured. I mean, I didn't really feel that way, no. Okay. They they do try to give him some type of moral compass, but it never actually comes across as actually working. So
0: how long into the third episode do you get before Heidi uh, eventually, like, takes his apology? Like, it accepts oh, his apology. it doesn't
1: even happen in the third
0: episode. Not it third happens episode. later on. Yeah. yeah. Anything what? else happen in the third episode? What yes, note? there's
1: a riff-off, which is uh, 100% a reference to the, like, first three films that all have, I believe, a scene in
0: there. And they're usually the best part of the whole movie. So, like, a dance-off, but, like, a riff-off. Yeah,
1: where they just continually sing against each, Back each other. Back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think and
0: that was the trailer for the third one. So, the one part of the movies that I know is that trailer. Because <laughs> it had the girl from, um, was it John Wick in it? The Ruby Rose yes. lady? Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 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 And so it's
1: uh, Gazelle and Bumper, and Bumper, he ends up winning the riff-off, and therefore he's able to kind of speak on who Gazelle's Who determines who wins the riff-off? So Bumper had to sing all German songs, and then Gazelle had to sing all American songs, and she ends up singing Justin, uh Justin Bieber song, and Justin Bieber is Canadian, so therefore she ended up losing. Oh, so she lost on a technicality, not yeah. because her voice was That's worse. usually how the riff-offs worked anyways <laughs> in the film. It was okay. always like a technicality or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Bumper, he basically speaks on the line live stream of gazelle and uh that's where the episode ends is there anything between peter and gazelle at this point because they are an ex-couple actually you know where it ends peter gazelle kisses peter on the mouth at the end of the third episode because, oh, okay perfect because, yeah but it, he ends up not taking her advances because okay. it was all the manipulate you <laughs> like the situation sure fourth episode i think
0: was the, the worst. feeling of yearning for love and affection i think it was the worst of it all mm-hmm. because
1: it just it was really predictable and really not that funny in the end
0: all that ended up happening was Gazelle was trying to get Heidi to work for her,
1: and then she so does. Gazelle
0: not only tried to get Peter on her side, but then so she's just trying to everybody. But uh, what, what's the the main character bumper bumper everybody but bumper she wanted to be on her side yeah
1: one of the reasons why heidi ends up leaving is that episode is because uh she realizes that Gizol is just trying to destroy bumper mm-hmm. not just like end his career like literally destroy. but does him. she have
0: anything against him besides the fact that he just popped up in germany yeah, besides the fact that i think that she's just the antagonist no so that full episode is geared towards trying to convince heidi so there's it, i did hear the argument that it is more heidi's show than bumper shows that yeah at all true yeah no I, th- I think it is but why the,
1: Because like a a majority of the stories focus on her. Who gets more screen time? I would still say Bumper. Okay. Like, in this episode, Bumper still has a side storyline where uh, Peter and Taya, they introduce him to Klaus, which is uh, their father, because he's a famous music producer as well, and like, can uh, make really good music videos, and then, uh, and then he basically just keeps on insulting his kids, so his kids stop talking to him, and then he truly tries to change Bumper, and Bumper decides to not change, and by the end of the episode, they all get together, and So,
0: Heidi and Bumper sort of go through a parallel of the same storyline, because they're both trying to be convinced to do something from someone who ends up being sort of a villain.
1: Yeah, but as far as dramatic heft goes, this is the episode that tried to have it the most, and I just felt like it didn't really work out that well. But it resolves in dumb Heidi and Bumper
0: mending their relationship.
1: They actually make the They Don't Know My Name music video by their own accord. Oh, So they're actually able to make it. So the fifth episode,
0: then, is The Mother of All Loneliness... These yes. sound
1: very depressing as titles. <laughs> they do. Well, uh, this one also kind of deals with the uh, band breaking up. But it's at the very beginning of the episode. So German Unity Day. It's inching closer and closer and closer. And there's a judge named Hans and uh, Peter's Klaus. Yeah, yeah. Peter. <laughs> and when they're having when they're having like a uh, dinner, all like the main group. Uh, Peter recognizes Hans and goes up to him and tries to like put in a good word for them right before the. Uh, the, the competition starts yeah the competition the auditions for like who's going to win ends up happening and uh he ends up embarrassing himself completely there was one uh funny part where uh bumper does the oceana roll dance by charlie chaplin where he like puts rolls on a forks and makes them dance like they're tapping boots but uh-huh. it's done with lobsters oh. <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite parts where you can see uh, bumper do that but in the end yeah the whole entire band they split up bumper goes like on a drunken tirade he's picked up by police and then uh instead of the police bringing him to jail they bring him to the hospital and that was something that i was wondering if it's actually true because i did look it up uh they make a joke about the fact that there's universal health care in germany yeah most of europe and there is but i was wondering if it's true where instead
0: of bringing him to jail when they're drunk drunk, or something yeah they just go actually to the hospital because that yeah i mean i guess it would qualify if they're causing a disturbance or if it's a health related thing are they seriously concerned he has alcohol poisoning Well, what something?
1: he does is he goes to han's house he figures out where it is and he starts pissing on his lawn oh <laughs> and then the police show up and, and they, they bring, take him to the hospital they bring they take him to the hospital yeah. and then uh well, the only people he knows in germany is peter so then again the whole entire group comes together much like the fourth episode and they end up bonding and uh by the very end of the episode it turns out that uh bumper is actually going to be deported by germany leading us into the sixth <laughs> episode of the reason for that is because he didn't apply for a work visa. Oh, I thought it was because he was breaking the law. That on. probably would have been funnier. The person
0: you are with at the moment is the name of the last episode. Yes,
1: and uh, Klaus was really mad at the fact that Bumper kind of left him in the dust with a music video, so he tipped the government off on uh, Bumper, and that's why he's not able to actually uh, participate in German Unity Day, sure. but what uh, Bumper decides to do later on, or... It's Sneak him with a mustache. This might even be bad in the fifth episode, is he goes up to a rooftop right next to hans and he ends up playing a song that he made in yeah. the hospital and then uh, that he
0: made while he was like getting over being drunk yes <laughs> like having a hangover and stuff yeah and no you see writing. him
1: you see him go through like the motions sure. of writing a song and then hans comes over to the building and is like you know what i'm actually going to put you side by side with gazelle because both of you guys won the competition hmm. so
0: they decide, so he has to work with his enemy a friend of me. yes so what then, is Heidi doing during all this
1: Heidi's with him like the Oh, Heidi even time.
0: even when he goes to the hospital.
1: Yeah, that's where they re- reconcile with everyone. Sure, okay. So then German Unity Day, this is when like the whole this is again one of the music festivals where there's a ton of people there. In fact, I was wondering if it was real because there were so many extras. I was like, was this filmed had they couldn't have filmed this during COVID because of how crazy it's like, like, like March 2022. Yeah, okay. so, then, so this is pretty recent. So after the vaccines came out, yeah. So anyways, Bumper, he ends up uh, marrying Tanya because it turns out... Or Tanya. Wait, sorry, what? He marries Tanya because he's trying to stay in Germany and it's the only way he can.
0: But... I thought that, it like, once you get married to someone to try to stay in a country, doesn't it take, like, a while for that application to go <laughs> not through? Not here. Not here, apparently. You don't, they, like, automatically gain citizenship.
1: They go on stage and he marries Taya and, and, and apparently he does just gain citizenship. Yeah. <laughs> Again, okay. it's a comedy. No, I get and, uh, it. I get it. I and, guess. yeah, every everybody sings and including Heidi who is as we've seen kind of the love interest throughout the whole entire show and she after the concert she has no
0: problem with the fact that the person that she likes just got married to someone else well they she realized that he had to do it in order to stay i know but that's still pretty like open to to being okay with that all right
1: and then uh and then yeah so it turns out that people from la come to her with like kind of an album contract and she's deciding if she's going to leave or not and then uh everybody kind of all ends up in a bow all all th- four of them are looking
0: out Berlin, and that's where the uh, series ends. Do you think that she'd be better off taking that contract and just saying bye to Bumper? Because to me, it sounds like if he's not maturing at all and he's kind of just like always falling on his face.
1: Yeah, again, he's a likable character, but like in all actuality,
0: none of these characters. Yeah, but she could go to LA with uh, with whatever, what, Anna Kendrick, and like hang out there. That would be a cool spin off. Well, she's still thinking about it. So all that right. might happen in season two. <laughs> she takes the job. Um, so, what'd you give the show as a whole? Overall, like I said, I like
1: Adam Devine in the main role. I think that he does a really good job with it. I really like the song choices that they use and the pop culture references as well. Sour Pickles being hot ones, the Oceana Roll Dance, um, and then also Bumber does part of the Cup song and the riff off from the actual films themselves. That being said, I... They take Anna Kendrick's Cup song. Oh, and they reference it in the second and third (laughs) film as well, too. It's funny. (laughs) <laughs> but when you actually go to, like, the con side, that's where I feel like most of this show lands on. First off, the jokes themselves, even though there's, like say, like, one, one or two every single episode that work, for the most part, really aren't funny. Corny, they, tried, they try to do the Parks and Rec thing where it's, like, a lot of what the characters say is just, like, something random out of nowhere and hope that that gets a laugh. And it really doesn't work. And a lot of the characters, aside from the main group, uh, really, especially the secondary characters. This is a really tiny
0: cast, though. They, yeah, but yeah. the
1: secondary so, characters—they're all so outlandish and crazy. Like Ursula is someone who owns the uh, the hostel, mm-hmm. and it was a funny one-off joke just to see how crazy she was in the pilot. But she becomes more of a character later on. She becomes in the a Portlandia
0: Fred Armisen type character. Yeah, just...
1: and it just—it really yeah. didn't work, and it got like kind of tiring. Mm-hmm. Really, the only character that I wasn't annoyed with at some point was again Adam Devine <laughs> because I I like the way that Bumper. he acted. But even like Peter, who I said wasn't as much of a nuisance as I felt like it was in the second film does start to like become grating and i can say that with basically all the characters as the time goes on and overall i left kind of disappointed because i liked seeing all the shots of berlin and everything but i felt like the series had so much more that they could have done than just do what they ended up actually doing so what'd you give it five out of ten? Five out of ten doesn't pass
0: and the best episode what would you give it
1: the best episode i felt like was the first one i'd give that one like a solid seven because i thought that it set it up well and i thought i knew where it was going but in the end
0: i don't so really would you, you say people like should said. watch the first episode and then quit the series?
1: I would say watch the first episode. Even the second episode isn't really as bad, but it just continually goes yeah, down. It's...
0: And the fourth episode is when it's like, oh, wait, this is not a good show. <laughs> well, the popular opinion kind of agrees with you. Variety said Pitch Perfect Bumper in Berlin is a spinoff without a purpose. Pitch Perfect TV spin-off Bumper in Berlin is a disaster, said the Daily Beast. Decider said stream it. <laughs> <laughs> 6.7 on IMDb. It's kind of one of those like in the middle of the road, if you're already a fan of the first movies, you might want to check it yeah, out. Yeah, I would but, say so.
1: I think it's a little far to call it a disaster. I just feel like there was so much more they could have done with the plot, and I was also thinking about it although I liked it being in Berlin, I didn't find a real reason for it to
0: have to be. It just felt like an add-on. Yeah. Probably to distance itself from the original, and so they wouldn't have to bring in a lot more faces. No, and that's that's true, but I just feel like following bumper storyline,
1: like you could have done kind of anything. You didn't have to shoot it in Berlin.
0: Yeah, but wasn't it like also not just the singers that were in the first movies, but also the judges? Like, they were pretty famous. The Elizabeth Banks character and also the yes. guys from News, whatever. Like John Michael Higgins, I think. Yeah. yeah, so the fact that they're not in it had to be explained somehow, and obviously if they're in a different country, that makes yeah. sense. Well, that should do it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.